What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of DT Code Podcast. I am your host, Omega Z, aka Ken Cardez, editor in chief of the Decor written content available on our main website, digitalearentertainment.com. I'm with my glorious co host, owner and operator of The Waypoint Cafe, where we record this, ca- this uh, show to, for you live. Uh, Gino, the disembodied voice, over to, Hi. To, to my right on the screen there. Hope everyone's. Uh, Having a nice day. We had the, I guess this was the last of all the streams. Huh? Until Nintendo. Until Nintendo, which at some point should show up. Isn't EA supposed to do an EA State of Play soon? I don't know. Like they did it last year. I think there was supposed to be an EA thing. I don't remember seeing one, but we've had all the main ones. Sony, we've had... (laughs) Xbox showed up this past weekend, and then we just got off of Capcom and uh, Square Enix. So we're kind of going to work backwards when we talk about these things. I really do feel like Nintendo's going to stealth drop a direct. Like, it kind of feels weird that they haven't done one yet. Um, but I'm pretty sure at some point, maybe before the month is over, they're just going to be like, yeah. here you go. And here's a few game releases. Here's that some games. Yeah. Here's some games that are dropping right now because we can. Yeah. I mean, there was a leak. So there was that Fire Emblem leak? Yeah, that there's a completed, fi- like a full mainline game, completed version of Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. It's a mainline entry. It, there were some gameplay leaks. Uh, you can probably find them on the Reddits and everything else. Everything else. Don't go to 4chan. <laughs> I mean, it's on NeoGAF. It is on NeoGAF, yeah. Mm. Uh, so there was a, a Fire Emblem leak of an unreleased, unannounced title. So... <laughs> Uh, for the like 900 Fire Emblem fans, there's so many more than that. <laughs> I know there's a lot. I just <laughs> it is quite literally the the shipping game, and I'm not talking about logistics. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's literally. It's, let me put these two characters together, have them fall in love, let them have a baby, and now I have a new knight. Yes, it's literally <laughs> animal husbandry syndrome, like simulator, like Pokemon. But with yeah, people. It's Pokemon with people. And you get war units. And you get war units. <laughs> and Ike is still the most broken character in the game. <laughs> Ike, Marth, Roy, the whole no, nine. No, no, no. Ike is canonically... He gets three promotions. And his base stat is at 36. While everyone's base stat is at 30. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into uh, all this coverage on all these wonderful, wonderful new games that we'll have over the next... 12 months a lot of these are also slated for 2023 at some point let's go over what we've been playing nothing because my pc is still down sucks to be you (laughs) i did get my switch back and i did find out that a lot of my i did get my switch uh, i bought a new switch and i did find out that i did update all of my save data to the cloud so i'm only missing like two games worth of save data so it's like i got the replay kirby oh well Okay. And I have to replay No More Heroes 3. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. So uh, for me, uh, obviously, the big thing was the PlayStation premium service finally went live in the States. How is it? I've been having a ball playing. Nothing old, new. <laughs> no, a, a whole bunch of old games. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Sora's Wrath? 
Alstor's Wrath is on the network. Uh, I haven't touched it yet. Uh, I did try. I played through Lords of Shadow 2. Oh, my God. Castlevania. Um, last Tuesday, I streamed The Mark of Kree. I'm also replaying the original God of War from, like, the PlayStation 2 days. Yeah. So when games uh, were simpler back then, I re- like play, especially replaying the Mark of Cree. I was like, you don't get games like this anymore. No, like you don't get games like, that were simply just art gameplay, and they were like here, here, like <laughs> that. That's the thing that I've come to realize, and it's like we're in that weird period, and I've mentioned this before. It feels like when the the transition from the N sixty four, the PS one, yes, I and when exactly the Dreamcast died. When we had basically all these all these publishers, Acclaim, Midway, everyone else, and they all just kind of died, and everyone was just making the same game. And then it's weird that I'm going to say this: Microsoft steps in and it's like, "Here's Bioshock, here's Halo, here's this, yeah, here's that." Because right after that, you know, we had the advent of the PlayStation One, the Dreamcast, yeah. uh, and then eventually. We had the PS2 and then the Xbox 360. 360. Well, the, the original, well, the original Xbox. Xbox. And then the 360 comes out. And then all of a sudden, we're getting these. I know everyone hated Bionic Commando when it dropped on the 360. <laughs> but no one will take that risk. Kudos to Microsoft for taking that risk. Yeah, but that time frame was really ingenious because so many original ideas came out. And nowadays it's very hard to find those kind of games they come out once in a blue moon that's in it. a blue moon you're like oh there's this surprise. no one wants to take the risks anymore because they want guaranteed money now the video games have gotten to the point where they're so expensive that if it's not a surefire thing or something that will sell is, they don't want to invest still in it nay, we still, we still need, need new ips and there not are just comp- new ips not just new ips but we still what we need is like and i know i hate i hate this because it's like oh we'll just leave it to the indie games like no no because even they single a and double a Publishers. My issue with indie games is like, yes, it's amazing to see so many indie games come out, but even they are starting to fall into the trap of same becoming type of same type of game. Everything is some pixel art, roguelite, farming thing, survival game. It's like, here's Valheim, here's other Valheim with vampires, here's this other vampire Whoa. Valheim thing that's 16-bit, here's another Valheim, but this one is medieval. And and you're just like okay, you've literally forced, you've given me the same game all the time. There's and, only so many Metroidvanias I can play until Nintendo wakes there's up. There's only so you. many roguelite Metroidvanias I can play until Nintendo wakes up and just like here you go, and it goes back to sleep. Well, they did. They they gave they, us Metroid. Metroid. They gave us Metroid Dread, and they're like, here you go. No. You guys suck. Come on. <laughs> um. But like even the indie devs are starting to fall into this trap of just giving me the same thing over and, and I think over. Because and over. of publishers, they all go to the same publisher. It, it might be that. I'd also because like indie games also tend to follow trends very closely, yeah. and so once they hop on a trend that's popular, that becomes the thing they make. I found another uh, vampire survivor game. Um, it was like two bucks. Uh, it's uh, 20 minutes till dawn and it's basically survive for 20 minutes till yeah. dawn 
So like they try to do interesting things like that with the games, and I'm just like, I'll just wait for the next. But this one, you actually new have kind to of shoot. thing. This one, you you don't just dodge; you actually have to like aim and shoot. At so them. like the indie games that I tend to pay attention to are the ones that offer something truly unique and compelling. So like last year, for example, Dutch Door was like the biggest surprise yeah. for me. Uh, this year we had Tunic earlier in the year. Um, one of the games that we saw during the Xbox, uh, actually not the Xbox, uh, the Devolver show last week we had uh plucky squire that, that looks good that, that looks so that, good. that game just looks phenomenal and uh, i'm just like we need more like that there, there's like, a fun game that i've been playing it's on pc i don't know if it's on anything else i have to find it give me a second um it's which which in the woods yeah the, i'm not there's no way for me to say this but the game starts off with this cute witch in a train yes it's pixely and everything but it starts off with a dick joke yeah, like, we, we went over this. Yeah. Last episode. Yeah. But it's like, I want maybe less of that, but like more <laughs> like hilarious, like like kind of things that are like, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, there's things that need to be uh, take more chances, I guess. But... I want an indie FPS, like Quake. Give me a story-driven first-person shooter. Well, funny enough, we got that in this other game that I played. Because uh, what launched today on the Switch was Neon, Neon, uh, White. Neon White. And it's basically a first-person action platformer. And it's card-based. So you collect cards to get weapons to shoot the enemies. And you can also eat a card to give you, like, a speed boost. So it's a speedrunner's, like, wet dream right now. So, like, I can play through the game and beat, like, the first mission in, like, 30 seconds. It's amazing. So... <laughs> I remember the developer for Neon White also did another game on the Switch that everyone was just like, oh my God, this is incredible. And I can't remember his name. Uh, we'll figure it out name. at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's been uh, a couple of games that released that I, I, I didn't play, but I checked out streams of. Uh, the Quarry was a horror game that recently released. Um, it was kind of interesting to watch through. Like the story is kind of whatever to me, um, but I think the the horror aspect of it is what's really cool, uh, and the fact that there's like multiple storylines that who dies changes based on the choices that you make, and I've literally watched people play through endings where like they've been able to get everyone to survive or one person survived, and there's also an ending where like everyone dies. So, <laughs> so games like that are cool. Uh, but if you're a fan of horror games, the quarry is, is out. Um, it looks really cool. I don't know if I would like necessarily go out and buy it. I think it's a game that I like to watch. It's basically Until Dawn. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's, it is, it's Until Dawn. Uh, funny enough, it's actually made by the same developers of Until yeah. Dawn. So that's why it's probably very similar. Until Dawn, though, was a good game. Until Dawn was good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed Until Dawn. I just. I wanted another Bioshock. But like not Bioshock, but I want something that did the same thing that made me. We want those type of experiences again. And I feel like that's what's missing from the industry it right is. now. Like the feeling that I got when I first played the Mark of Cree, replaying it now, I got that feeling as I was like, man, I miss this kind of game. I miss when I fired up original PlayStation 2 Shinobi. I miss when I fired up Devil May Cry for the first time. Okay. Like, <laughs> Have you seen the PC version of Devil May Cry? 
the one with the developer. Uh, like it's like a developer version. No. Right. So the recent, uh, the the ultimate edition of Devil May Cry Five. Um, speaking of that, that made me laugh. They replaced all the cutscenes with the live action dev teams. Like they're like I saw. I, I remember watching that for um, DMC Four. Yeah, yeah, they did it for five recently, and watching the suit actor be um, be the bird be the bird <laughs> and it's just superimposed like a really bad photoshop cutout just being dragged around i remember seeing that because he's literally got the flappy <laughs> yeah. arms like he's, he's walking around like this and i'm like this is what they cg'd over to yeah. make the bird like oh my god this is horrible. i was dying i'm like see that's fine. I feel like that's why games have gotten expensive. They're basically movie budgets now. Yeah, I mean, video games are. So <laughs> they rival. They, video games literally rival the movie it's industry. It's not sustainable. It's not. It's not. And we're getting to a point where, like, indie games. It's bad that we only get that feeling either from really tiny indie games that, like, pop out every now and then that do shine, or mostly Nintendo games. I mean, there's a few that do come out on the other systems you know microsoft has its moments oh yes yeah sony has its moments when they give us a new ip most often yeah i mean we we don't have the studios that used to do it all the time back in the day uh but then again you have these new studios that come out with like a really good title that's like in that category that when you play like oh this is really good look at when ninja theory came out with um hellblade or when a sobo studio gave us a plague tale you know, like games like both that. Those, both of those games are so good. I'm looking forward to. Well, since we brought them up, shall we talk about Microsoft? Uh, we're going to save them for last. We're going to work Ooh. backwards. So today was the Square Enix showcase, which was about a f- 10 to 15 minutes celebration of all things Final Fantasy. Meh. I only <laughs> care about 16. You, Everyone knows this on the record. Seven is my least favorite of the games. And I called what No More I was doing, where it's all multiple timeline stuff. And I no longer care. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, all I care about is Final Fantasy 16 as well. Because um, it's Persona Final Fantasy. 16. No, I mean, 16, I, I like that the actual character, the summons yeah, are actual characters, characters of yeah. the cast, which I thought was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Like seeing seeing a giant guy and it's like oh he out he actually turns into Titan. Titan, big dude Titan. I'm like cool. And then you have the 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 female character is Shiva. Shiva. Uh, I'm not sure if you're Ifrit. I think you're either Ifrit or I think, Bahama. I think the main character is Ifrit, Ifrit or yeah. he's Bahama. I don't know. It's really cool. I want to know who's gonna be. How do you do Alexander? <laughs> if, if it's in the game i think that they they fine picked the yeah summons to fit the narrative garuda. yeah there's garuda this titan there's ifrit there's and the uh, interesting Shiva. thing is if you if you catch the little eye catches and the story drops it looks like they're trying to find phoenix yeah so i'm like this is pretty cool it looks like it's definitely going to be uh uh one of those like really unique Final Fantasies. That's, I mean, Yoshi P does very unique things. Yes, I mean, look at Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, for those oh, of you who, oh, the recent patches are just—it's like, yeah, here's a what if story. If this person didn't die, yeah, or if this person did, I'm sitting here. I'm like, how dare you make me relive that? <laughs> how dare you? 
Because they want you to have feelings and emotions and no, cry. Like you already ripped out my heart and left it on the floor. Now you're driving your cash money truck over it. <laughs> anyway, um, we got a bunch of new Final Fantasy VII related reveals. Um, Final Fantasy VII Integrate now making its way to the Steam and Epic Game Store. Oh, no, it's already been on Epic Game Store. Okay. It's, it was an Epic Game exclusive, which... I think Square Enix kind of didn't enjoy because I think for the first month it was like the free game as well. Um, and then the sales tank, at least on Steam, when there's a Steam sale, you could be like, hey, all of Final Fantasy is on sale. <laughs> so you could get it as well for like $400, the entire catalog of Square Enix games. Wow. Which they do sometimes. But yeah. But yeah. It's, it's, it's coming to Steam. You can play it on your Steam Deck. Okay, so. <laughs> I don't want to play. You want to know where the game lost the plot for me? The remake? Yes. You want to know where I, where I finally stopped taking the game seriously? You took Final Fantasy VII seriously? No, I was like, I was giving, when I say seriously, I mean giving it a chance. Okay. When they introduce this character who is obviously attracted to his motorcycle, <laughs> and then he goes in, and then halfway through the story, for those of you spoilers, I don't care. He kills his own team and is like, yeah, you can leave. It's like, how are you? Why are you on the payroll still? Guy who clearly should no longer be near his motorcycle or any motor ve vehicle. Yeah, he was uh, really into his bike. A little too much. It worried me a lot. Uh. <sighs> yeah. yeah. That's where I was I'm, like, I'm, 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 I, I enjoyed Final Fantasy VII Remix. So. Um, then we got to look at uh, some mobile titles. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, uh, The First Soldier is finally coming stateside which is the mobile battle royale. No, it, I thought it's been stateside for a little Apparently bit. Apparently it's not. The, the, the announcement was that it's coming to the States. Or maybe All some... Right, oh, we're on it. No, there's the season three and then they're probably doing some more stuff. Yeah. So there's... I've got an ad for it. Yeah, apparently. Some Unless big, I'm of some big state update. <laughs> <laughs> what's up shots um then there was a the final fantasy ever crisis which is another yet another port of final fantasy 7 also coming to mobile then uh the two big announcements were that crisis core is finally being remade so crisis core is no longer Stuck in the purgatory of being. Out of all the games, Dirge of Cerebus was the best. Oh. How do you say that with a straight face? This is the person who also says Final Fantasy VIII is his favorite Final Fantasy game. You need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, in my top, in my top five, it is eight, nine, twelve, eleven, and fourteen. You liked 12? Yeah, I like 12. Oh, God. <laughs> Guys, I don't know if I can do this show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I like 12 because it was Star Wars. 
I hated 12 because it was literally Star Wars. <laughs> it was such a ripoff. It was, but I sat there, I was like, you know what? If I'm going to have Star Wars, I have Star Wars with Moogles <laughs> over Jawas. I guess. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Crisis Core is being remade. Uh, so we finally, and it's being done with today's uh technology. So will it be mistranslated again? No, I think we'll finally have the proper translation for it this time around. Um, it's just it just feels weird that they're doing it while they're trying to focus on this the remake trilogy now that it's confirmed that it's going to be three games trilogy and it's like here's a bunch of sub games that probably have lore connected oh and a bunch of dlc while you're at and it a bunch of dlc while we're at it so we had final fantasy 7 remake they also showed a trailer for final final fantasy 7 rebirth continuing the story that was presented in the remake uh it looks like you'll get to play as a sephiroth as sephiroth i would say a <laughs> a sephiroth <laughs> so um I just, it's Advent Children is, look, man, they, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to cash cow their Final Fantasy for I mean, as long nothing, as it takes. They have nothing else. They sold everything. They sold off. everything else. <laughs> they still have Avengers. They still actually have um, Just Cause. Yeah, they have Just Cause because they, they published that, so. They sold everything else, so they might as well milk seven for everything it's worth. Oh yeah, they're gonna milk Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts like they always do, and then you know the they have mana right there. They just gave us a new mana game two years ago. Yeah, That's, that wasn't even new. It was a remake. I know. I want a new one. Well, they, they said here, take this, take this remake that we have asked. <laughs> you know the Star Ocean game. I, I don't care how bad it turns out. Wasn't there? There was just last year. There was a, a Star Ocean. No, game. there's Star Ocean news, not a game. I remember a game. Oh, maybe it was. A, it was no, it was a Tales. Yes, I was Tales. thinking of Tales. That's Bandai Namco. Yeah, that's Bandai Namco. Yeah. There's a lot of Enix properties they're not using. Yes, I put that. I put that very. I worded that very specifically. Yeah, like I mean, Dragon Quest—they they milked the Builders franchise left, right, and center. Yeah. Um, but also that's because they use those as in betweens for the action because the games take so long. Yes. Because Toriyama is busy with everything. Yeah, Toriyama is busy with Dragon, Dragon Ball. Ball. <laughs> um, but it's true. Like there, there are a lot of franchises that are under that Square Enix umbrella that kind of kind of been dormant a little too long now. Um, I guess thing it will remain to be seen whether or not they touch them again. There's also SquareSoft uh, IPs that they haven't touched. Oh, a lot of them they don't want to revisit because they well, didn't sell. The shooter. Our uh, guys didn't sell. <laughs> we understand that they're classic games because no, 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 no. Like I get it didn't sell well then, but if they just say, "Hey, we'll revive the thing," we don't tell anyone about it. Like we just give it a project code name. And then closest to the release date, we actually use the name again. I mean, Square Enix is also very notorious for being very one and done on a lot of property. Dumb. That too. (laughs) There's a reason why we've only gotten Vagan Story and nothing like it ever again. For those of you who don't know, Vagan Story was a PlayStation 1 game. 
basically almost as good as like Metal Gear Solid, which is my favorite PS1 game of all time. Did I just remind you of Vagrant Story? No, it's just Square Enix always dropping the balls, just driving me nuts. Of course. And that game did sell. I know. Still the... Well, technically, it's in the world of Ivalice, so it technically has sequels. Tactics and Final Fantasy Twelve, but... Fair. <laughs> That's Square Enix for you. Let's talk about another company that sometimes gets it right and sometimes gets it wrong. Let's talk about Capcom and their showcase. I was, I was genuinely upset with the showcase. I was genuinely actually upset, and here's the reason why. Okay. Every announcement they made, I loved. Every little thing that they showed, I loved. And then it just ends. And I'm like, no! <laughs> Give me more! No. It's just like, they, uh, they gave us the things that Capcom has. They gave us a, a new Street Fighter, Resident Evil DLCs, and not Dino Crisis. Dino Crisis. It has nothing to do with that. Like, it's funny that they're going so hard on like, and I, I, I'm just sitting here just like, it's just Dino Crisis. Just call it Dino, call it Dino, call it Dino Crisis. Crisis. I feel like it would be, a, a, I think I would pay attention to it a lot more if it was literally called Exo Primal. A Dino Crisis story. Or something, like Exo Primal Dino Crisis. Like, just throw it in the title. You know what would be even funnier? If it's actually a prequel to Dino Crisis. It's not. No, no, like, that's like the little bait and switch at the end. I don't think so. Like they, they, these, There's been two showcases. They've hammered it down that it's called Exo Primal. They've hammered it down that it's going to be a squad-based shooter where dinosaurs fall from the sky and you have to kill them. <laughs> because it's actually system shock, technically, if you think about it, because it's an AI being angry at you. Maybe, yeah. Um, I do like the the updates to Resident Evil. I like that there's going to be a oh, third-person mode to <laughs> Village. You get to play as Lady Dimitris in the Mercenaries mode. That's unfair because she's a giant hitbox. Can't crouch and cover. <laughs> I mean, she is the cover. Right. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, Portable high ground. We have story DLC with... Uh, the daughter. The daughter. That is weird to me. Why? I, I don't know why, because I'm sitting here, I'm like, this is going to be weird. Whenever they introduce, like, family bloodlines, whenever, whenever Resident Evil introduced family bloodlines, it goes weird. True. <laughs> but she's been known to be in the game. She was... Oh, no, 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 no. That's, not, that's not the issue. I'm not saying that. I'm just like, the standalone, like, is it DLC? Is it? It's a DLC. Okay. Yeah. Standalone DLC is just going to be very weird to a lot of people, I feel like. And I'm like, no, this is par for the course. <laughs> like, good example. Uh, what's his name and his son? Um, guy in the trench coat. I just forgot his name. Wesker? Yes. Wesker. And then Wesker's son. Uh, talking about, what was his name? Jake or something? Yeah, Jake. In Resident Evil 6? And then... I just like how he was like, yeah, I'm Wesker's son. I was like, Wesker had a, had a son? son? Exactly. <laughs> and then I was sitting here, I'm like, why is what's her name hanging around his son like that? That's weird. That was the weird part. <laughs> and we just accepted it because it was like, screw it. I Resident mean, it was Final, it was Final Fantasy. It was Resident <laughs> Evil 6. Yeah. So at this point, we're just like, oh, whatever happens. Whatever happens, 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 I guess. Yeah. And then speaking of Resident Evil 4 remake, how do you feel? I'm fine with it. I I'm concerned because I know and I've made this concern. I've made this argument before. Four holds a special place in my heart because 
of how campy it was and how it turned the series. In a way, it was really the first action survival horror game. I mean, it was it was one of the games to really bring back the survival horror feeling to the genre. True, it, was it also- didn't go full diehard until you got towards the end of the game when you get to the island. And that's when it became diehard. I mean, if they hold that, if they keep that, that's fine with me. I mean, I'm sure I they that. will. Uh, but um, give me diehard. <laughs> I, I think just because remaking it now puts it in line with all the, with other, the other remakes, remakes I know, so I know. that you have this like coherent vision across all the titles. What's weird is which is what they've been one. trying to do because they've been trying to tidy up the continuity and some <laughs> of the errors they've made along the many, many, many years Games. that we've gone through of Resident Evil. We're talking about a, se- a series that has been around since, since the, the PS1 days. We're yeah. t- 1998 or 97. Yes. I think it's seven or eight. One of the two. Yeah, like we're talking about a franchise has been around for a very long time. For a very long time. <laughs> that has went from survival horror, these two cops in a town because of zombies, to multinational conspiracy corporation and an undying god in a trench coat. Yes. <laughs> Who's also his own son. <laughs> See, that's what I meant. That's why it got weird. <laughs> that's why it got weird i guess so jake yeah. was also him well he was like a clone or something. he was a clone of wesker yeah. but he was also his own son yet he could summon the wesker personality you will not survive I just, again like i, I will ensure total I global I saturation i want to know <laughs> how they're gonna fix five and six because clearly they're doing it. I don't think they need to. Like, I, I don't think the general public acknowledges five and six <laughs> at this point. Like, we're just like, yeah, f- did five happen? I guess. <laughs> Everyone acknowledges six because it was, just, it was just straight a Tom Cruise movie. Well, six had four different characters you could play as. Because so. <laughs> you had the Leon and whatever that. I forgot her name. Everyone uh, forgot her name. It was Leon and then some and chick. The help. And <laughs> yeah, basically <laughs> Leon and the help. And then you had uh, Jake and Ashley. And then it was Biceps Redfield with his squad. squad. And then once you beat all of those, you had the Ada gameplay. And you find out, oh no, it was actually Ada's twin sister. Dude, the whole time. And yeah. it's like, again, again, when Resident Evil involves family, it just gets weird and confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I thought look it was at, weird. Look at, look at Seven. <laughs> Chris Boulder punching Redfield. Chris Biceps Redfield. Oh he, he, he got jacked in RE6. He was jacked in five. <laughs> yeah, but he got more. Like six. Resident Evil 5, Chris was like John Cena. With like <laughs> <laughs> um, the biggest news for me out of this is that Capcom announced another direct for a game that we haven't seen in a long time. Dragon's Dogma. Give me a new game. I'm surprised like Capcom even remembers Dragon's Dogma because like it's only had one game with the DLC. It's had a Netflix anime, and somehow it's popular. It's yes, <laughs> and I'm because like, it's, I've it's, never played this thing. Oh, I, I did play the original Dragon's it's Dogma. Essentially, but. it's like let's take the Monster Hunter combat system, put it in medieval time. 
And then let's do that thing from Mass Effect with your where your choices actually matter. Yeah. So I feel like at some point they're gonna announce a new game. Hopefully. I feel like Hopefully. they will. Um it just makes me a little sad because there is one Capcom franchise that I would love to see Mega a revival of. And that's Mega Man. Hi, over here in Trauma Center, Phoenix Wright. Not a port. I want a new game. <laughs> uh give me another um what's that vampire game? I just uh and the sun. Darkstalkers? Not Dark. Well, yes, give me another Darkstalkers game. Yeah. But uh Boktai, give me another Boktai game. That's not a Capcom game. That's Konami. Oh, it is Konami. Yeah. Capcom? No. Then why Bo- was it in networks? Why was it in battle networks? I don't know how they did that, but they yeah, did. Yeah, they did. Give me another battle. Give me a Battle Networks collection. I feel like that's a long overdue at this point. It's been long overdue. Give me, give it, give me all the games, including network transmission. Oh, my heart. <laughs> that's my favorite iteration of Zero outside of the Zero games. Mega Man Network Transmission was literally the reason I got a GameCube. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was waiting for like a bunch of games to come out, and at the time I was like, "Oh, okay, well they got Mario. Oh, there's a Metroid Prime. I don't want to get it for two games." And it was like yeah. Mega Man Network Transmission. I said, "Sold." Oh. I'm buying my GameCube. I literally they did bought the first. I, they even did the first uh, Mega Man because I have that battle that collection of Mega Man games on the GameCube, which is apparently worth more. Yeah, it's worth more because it was uh, underprinted. Yeah. Uh, but I my, I literally bought a GameCube with Super Mario Sunshine, Metroid Prime, and Mega Man Network Transmission. Those were the first three games I ever got from my GameCube. The game that sold me on GameCube, you want to laugh what it was? Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. I, I thought Luigi's Mansion was cool because it launched with it, but I was like, I can wait. Like, And I did wait. I, waited. And I fell in love with Pikmin afterwards. Pikmin was all right. But um, yeah, no, Capcom, and then they showed, uh, I didn't, I might actually buy the Capcom arcade collection that's coming, the two. I didn't like the first one, so I'm ignoring this one. So It has Mega Man Power Battles 1 and 2. I know, I'm still ignoring it. And I think one of them's for free. I'm still ignoring it. I know you're still ignoring it. I, I can't ignore that. <laughs> I personally can't ignore that. <laughs> I have the ROMs, so I'm good. That's fair. Um. And then Street Fighter news. Yeah, Street Fighter 6, which... Where Ken's homeless. He's not homeless. He's just a, a man who's gone through s- some tough stuff. I really don't... I really hope that they didn't actually rewrite his wife's storyline. Because she was the one who pushed for Ken to always go look and, like, support Ryu and everything. Nah, he he he, he was like, I don't want to be a family man. I must suppress the dark hado. I mean, that's that's fair if that's the reason why he that's left. That's what I think it is. I think he left. Be- yeah, I agree with you. I think he left because he wanted to suppress the... He was afraid of the Dark Hado taking over. Yeah. So he left. And he go- went to go find Ryu to, to help him. Ryu, who's now looking like Goken. Yeah. Which means... Because Akuma's not actually a villain. Akuma's just a dude. I mean, he was kind of messed up. Only to Ryu. Because if you look at the lore... Akuma has legitimate businesses. He just happens to carry the embodiment of evil, but he doesn't actually do evil things. He just sells fruit on the side of the road. Unlike <laughs> Ryu, who's a literal bum, going around having Sakura PayPal him money every now and then. His adopted daughter is rich. 90% sure she does not think of her as his daughter. 
<laughs> Let me have my head cannon. <laughs> Take that up with Capcom because they shot that down. I know they did. I refuse to believe it. <laughs> they did show some some cool stuff though about the uh, game. Uh, I know some people who played it. Mm-hmm. Um, they enjoyed it. They told me it feels like fours. It just feels like it, it, all the characters have to wait a four again. I'm like, cool. Cool. Yeah. And then Monster Hunter. Yeah, they showed more of the uh, the sun. I have questions. Why did you bring back the most annoying fight? Gormagala is, in my opinion, the worst fight. Because you can't actually kill Gormagala in the original game. I think now you'd be able to car like to make armor and stuff from it. But it it goes away, it licks its wounds because you drove it away. Right. And then it turns golden, it turns into Shen God Magala. I don't want to have to do that fight again. Well too bad. Now you're gonna have to. Because Katkon said you're gonna uh, have to. Kill the monster. Kill the monster again. Yeah. I got to work on my Steam Deck. It runs very nicely, actually. Is it on Steam? Yes, and this DLC is also dropping the same time. So it's only on Steam and Switch. Okay. So it's like, well, I could replay it on the Switch because that was one of the games I didn't save my DLC. Um, I, I didn't move my mm-hmm. save data to the cloud. Or since I already have it on PC, I could just play it on the big boy Switch. Yes, that's what I'm calling my Steam Deck. The Steam Deck's the big boy Switch? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of the big boys, uh, Microsoft with its uh, shared presser with Bethesda. Since they own Bethesda, I that thoroughly felt like an actual game show. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, it was just straight into the point. Here's game trailer after game trailer after game trailer after game trailer none of this, after none game of, trailer. Yeah, none of this, like, yeah, gaming and all this is like, no, just give me what I want. Just give me what I want. And they gave me DLC to Forza Horizon. Hot Wheels DLC. Hot Wheels DLC, no less. (laughs) They probably sat there, looked at the Hot Wheels game, is like, walked up to Mattel and was like, hey, you want more money? What do you mean? We have this game that's technically a live service. Do you want more money? (laughs) (laughs) I have a DeLorean in that game. I have a DeLorean that is covered in anime girls in that game. And now you give me Hot Wheels tracks? Yes. More money. (laughs) For sure. Uh, but some of the noteworthy announcements, we're just going to kind of like skim through these. Uh, we got the official announcement that uh, Valheim is coming to That's the cool. Xbox system. Uh, That's going to be a pain. I've played it with controllers. I guess so. Um, there were some announcements with uh, Bethesda's games like Redfall, which is some game where you hunt vampires. Uh, Naraka Blade Point is being ported to the Xbox. Uh, we finally got to see more information about Grounded, which is basically uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Survival. I actually really like that game. It's a fun game. Yeah. Um, Rick and Morty co-creator Justin Rowland giving us another new game called High on Life. It's a first-person shooter where your guns are alive and they talk to you. I don't know how I feel it's about that. It's super disturbing. It's super and It's going to be hilarious. If it's anything like their other games, like Trover Saves the Universe and the yeah. other Rick and Morty VR game. It's, the it's, VR game was probably the one game that made me stop playing VR because it was just so out there. <laughs> I, oh. 
<laughs> my son says it's not funny. <laughs> Rick and Morty's not funny? Or the fact that your guns talk to you? It's not fun. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, we got Starfield. I have words. Uh, we'll get to Starfield in a second, but uh, more of the collaborations that happened in the game. Uh, Fall Guys, of course, as you know, is uh, coming out free to play on everything uh, in just a couple of days, June 21st. Uh, one of the partnerships with Microsoft is there's going to be a Master Chief. Bean. Bean guy. <laughs> Beans. Ma- Master, Master, Master Bean. Bean. Actually, okay. we, should not, we should not say that, no. <laughs> uh minecraft developer i, I like that they were like here's a new game from the developers of minecraft and i was like it's it's minecraft legends i was like so the developers of minecraft give us minecraft well no you know, okay here's my issue with this yes mojang created minecraft but they're actually not they did not say the developers they said the creators of minecraft right and i sat here i sat there i'm just like I'm like, Microsoft did not go back to that racist person, Notch, the original creator of Minecraft. I don't know. Notch was the original dev. He sold it to, he sold Minecraft and Mojang Studio to Microsoft all those years ago. I'm like, so you can't technically use that term. Well, they did. I know. So (laughs) Uh, We got Minecraft Legends, which looks kind of cool. I like what they're doing. It's going to be an action strategy game, whatever that means. Um. Brutal Legend. Oh. That's what it means. That means I ignore it. <laughs> that means I play it. Uh, Microsoft also had the trailer for the new Plague Tale game, a Plague Tale Requiem. Looks like Hugo can finally control the rats, and there's a lot more rats in this game. There's a lot of rats. That that actual game gave me nightmares. <laughs> One being in the city. Two reading reading that the uh, the rat to person ratio since COVID. It used to be for every person in New York City, there were four rats. Right. There's now 15 rats for every person in New York City. Yes, because we've left them undisturbed and they've done nothing but procreate. <laughs> that is disturbing. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of rats. Um, but a Plectar Requiem is coming out this year. I believe it's slated to drop sometime in October. I, of course, am looking forward to that myself. I'll play- the same. What do you have to choose between God of War and Plague Tale? You know, don't make me do this. <laughs> That's like asking me to choose which is my favorite child. <laughs> I only have one. One child. Yeah, I was like, you only have one child. <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited for this game to come out. Um, the trailer was like super... Like, for me, just understanding what the characters have gone through from the first game. Yeah. Seeing uh, Amicia just literally just stab a dude, like, it's repeatedly. Like, did you say that you're like... When she pushed the dude into the pile of rats, I was like, like whoa! Yeah, I'm like, that's the worst way to go, first off. It's like, holy crap! <laughs> and then there was a, a section where it looked like Hugo did, like, this. this and then the and rats, then rats just came out from the ground. ground and ate the guy, and I was yeah, like... I- what is this game? This game is what happens when Magic the Gathering players <laughs> play the rat deck. <laughs> Ravenous rats, 99 time, one mana. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because, like, you know, the first game was really good. And then they went and made Microsoft Flight Simulator. And now they're going back to the rat game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> How? Speaking of Splite Simulator, we got the 40th anniversary, which yes. is cool. Um, they showed the Spirit of St. Louis, a few other famous planes, and then they just gave us the Pelican. Yeah. I instantly downloaded that and played it. Like, the Pelican flies really well. You would. It should not fly as well as it does. They're also giving us helicopters. Yeah. And it's all free DLC, too. So Yeah. So. <laughs> it's all free. Um... <laughs> Um, but obviously, the big thing from the Microsoft presser uh, was the announcement of Starfield, the latest from Fallout and Skyrim I and get Elder Scrolls visionary Todd Howard. I get the complaint. <sighs> I get the complaint. I, I was so bored. Nope. Nope. That's not even what I'm going to complain about. I was bored watching that presentation. Todd. 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 Oh, Congratulations. No. You get to see me on the camera. <laughs> Todd. Dear. Conclusive. Um, <laughs> as someone who has spent too much money in Star Citizen. That's your fault. Wait. For you to come out and say that people don't want things in their space simulation games, like going from out of orbit into orbit manually because the technology is not there, when an alpha has had that for the past three years... No Man's Sky has that. Yeah, I know. So my thing with Starfield is that it looked... Do better. Too much like No Man's Sky. It looked too much like Star Citizen. And it had so many things that I could already do in No Man's Sky that I was just not interested. So, okay, so so this is actually something... As someone who plays a lot of space-based games, uh, mostly on PC... Right. Um, I'm going to be quite honest with you. Every time there's a game in space, the lush green world that the Earth is is so rare. Um, so you're going to see a lot of like outposts and things like that on these barren, rocky worlds. Right. That don't look like they have vegetation because plants are a weird biological thing that we don't know actually are alive or not. Right. So for the so we might get very lush green planets. But you're going to have a lot of, you know, barren, bare, because they don't want the, they don't want the, uh... I had this conversation before, and this was an issue with, uh, with No Man's Sky, which I think was a dumb reason in No Man's Sky, but they don't want the argument to say, oh, my suspension of disbelief is ruined because you tried to make it too perfect, i.e., every planet being these like kind of giant jungles or these beautiful landscapes that you could explore easily. Which or, is, which is funny. Cause if you go to recent real life announcements, they just discovered yeah. an earth like planet. Yeah. But the atmosphere is so dense that it rains lava. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy when you think about that. Yeah. <laughs> but the other problem is like, it's just like, Oh, people are going to be like, Oh, it's not true to life. I want something that's true to life. So it's like, you want true to life? Fine. I want a planet that rains lava. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, li listen, listen. I want a planet. Like, and this is something that they brought up in uh, Star Citizen that was great. It's like, yeah, one of the biggest planets that they gave us is on a gas giant. It's a bunch of floating platforms. Right. I hate that planet. You know why? It takes me 40 minutes to leave its atmosphere because it's a gas giant. <laughs> so like, it's like, no, like, listen. I'm going to be quite honest with you. I think the games that get this space worlds and the different worlds right mm. are things like 
Recore. Think yes. Recore. Recore was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, things like uh, what's it called? Uh, not No Man's Sky. Um, another game. Oh, I'm drawing a blank on the game now. Like Star Fox. Star Fox gets other planets. Like they they understand how to do things like that. F Zero did it well. Mm-hmm. It's just like I want variety, and it's like yeah, we're gonna give you a thousand planets. What good if like ninety nine percent of them are all just Rocky Baron wastelands? Right. It's just a dev trick. Or. Or you can give me a hundred planets. Or or the sky can rain lava. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> like I like the idea that like, yeah, your ship can be stolen. You, you can steal ships. Like I like the idea that yes, you can customize your ship and things like that. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. cool. That's great. Cool. What's what what's the point of the game? Did it I Star Citizen is about, hey, you're one of the few people that like actually gets to, you know have rights because you make enough money to buy your way into a spaceship. Right. As, as, I, I as just, dark as that is. I just think it's just going to be Skyrim or it's gonna Fallout, be but in space. space. That, yeah, that's that's it. all it is. That's it. You know, I'm sure it's going to have a story because Fallout obviously has a story and Skyrim has a story and, um, you know, the Elder Scrolls games have their stories. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of, I'm actually interested in, in the Elder Scrolls Online because we're actually going to High Isle. And the only reason why is because the one problem, the one problem group of all of, uh, of uh, the Elder Scrolls games, the, uh, I forget what they're called, the Red something, the, the High Elf people, essentially. Right. Um, we get to go to their homeland and now cause issues on their, on their land because they were causing issues everywhere else. Why? What do you mean, why? Imperialism. They speak with a British accent. You tell me why. (laughs) (laughs) And they live on an island. (laughs) What is the seventh planet? The seventh planet is one that starts with a U. um, It's funny that... So, as an aside, it's always funny when your brain always remembers the most random little things. Yeah. So like the only reason I know what the seventh planet is is of because, the joke. because of the joke of yeah. my very excellent mother just served us nine pizzas. Yeah. And I can, I know that whole line. Yeah. By heart. <laughs> the other big news out of, uh, out of Microsoft's presser outside of like Starfield, was not that. It was the Game Pass announcement. Oh, that, Riot Games. Yeah. You that, can get, that's, that's huge, actually. Because you get, you get everything cafe, unlocked in Valorant and League of Legends. Yeah. Here at the cafe, we used to have a program called League Unlocked. Right. And it was IP based. If you logged in here, all this was at no cost to us. It was at no cost. Actually, it was at all cost to Riot. It unlocked every League champion, their skins, even the skins you couldn't get anymore. Because they were either beta skins or you had to be at Worlds. Now that they're doing this as a paid service through Games Pass, I'm I'm interested in that. I'm like, great, that's gonna just bolster my numbers here again. Yeah. It's like, why play at home? Come here and play here instead. I think it's just like now that we have the the service things up and about, you have Games Pass, you have the PlayStation Premium. Um, 
it's just a really good time to be a gamer, you know, provided you can afford them all. There's that. Cause the PlayStation plus premium is expensive. Is expensive. Like it's $120 for a year, which I mean, you're paying for the year up front, or you can choose to pay a month by month. Yeah. Which if you average it out, it's the same as Games Pass. Because Games Pass is like I think fourteen ninety nine a month. Fifteen ninety nine a month for Game Pass Ultimate, basically. Yeah. So that's one hundred and sixty something a yeah. year. So one hundred sixty something a year, but also Games Pass has had a lot of things where you just get Game Pass for free. Well, yeah. Via they, Discord, they, they do, via like they have Netflix a lot of sale. Something. They have a lot of sales. They have a lot of codes. You know. I still haven't paid for Games Pass yet. Just that's like that's what I mean. Like they've just thrown out. Co- I'm just like why? I I knew Games Pass was gonna be successful the first time I ever actually used, used it. it, and that was back when Gears of War Five had dropped. Yeah, and I was like, at that point they were like, oh, they were giving away three months for like two dollars. Yep, and I got to play Gears of War Five and Outer Wilds back to back. I was like, I no just issues. paid. What? No issues. Yeah. I just paid $2 to play two $60 games yeah. in three months. Like, that blew my mind. And I was like, this thing is going to go far. <laughs> and now and now, and now, now it's going to be on everything. Like, you're going to have Games Pass on TVs on now. On Samsung TVs. Uh-huh. They haven't. I know Sony TVs won't do it because we mentioned this last time. But I think that I think that the rumor that there is a tiny hardware announcement, almost like a like a Google like Chromecast thing, but just for Gamescast or like a Roku stick, mm-hmm. call it like an Xbox, whatever you want to call it. Let it let it let that rock. You can plug it into any TV, smart or or, or dumb. Yeah, for sure. Prints money itself. Yeah, Games Pass. I mean, we we've touted how successful it is and how amazing it is. Games I've Pass only had one complaint about it. And what's that? And it was during the black. Uh, it was during a. Uh, it was during a Microsoft, not an Xbox, but an Azure blackout. It went down like Azure services went down for a mm. little bit, and not and this. This is actually my. Compl- this is just a general complaint about a lot of these online services. Um, I couldn't sign into my Windows account because everything was just so. I was actually locked out of my PC at the time. Mm-hmm. I was locked out of my Xbox at the time. I was locked out of part of my phone at the time. Um, yeah, that's what happens when you use Office 360. Uh, terrible. But that that's that's just that's just what you have to take when you get these online services. But yeah, that's what happens when you have these online services and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but going back on to the PlayStation Plus Premium, um, if you're a person who just uses like your PlayStation for streaming or whatever, uh, one of the hiccups is the PlayStation 3 titles are streamed only, so you can't stream while you're playing a PlayStation 3 title because it's already yeah. being streamed, so to speak. Um, any of the other PlayStation 4, PS2 games, uh, you can download them and you can play them That's as dumb. is. That's a hiccup. But if you have yeah. like an actual streaming setup, like obviously you get around that, you know, you just yeah. set it up through another window. Um, so you, you can you can still technically stream it. But yeah. I, I haven't done anything with the Series S. Like I haven't checked out if whether or not like 
you can stream those games because I know that some games you can download as long as you have games pass. Most games, as long as you have uh, you have Games Pass Ultimate, you can download. The things that are streamed are as if you're not at home. So it'll allow you to lock. So like say say you're out and about, right? Right. And you're on a Chromebook. Uh-huh. You could stream Games Pass to the that and then your save data carries over. Okay. That makes That's sense. what they mean by streaming. So none of the games are actually quote unquote streamed. Um, they're still physical downloads. Gotcha. And yeah, you can still uh, stream via cloud on the console as well. Yep. That makes sense. That makes sense because Microsoft wrote that code. Exactly. <laughs> I finally found out why it's called an Xbox. I, I never knew this. It's the graphical code, DirectX. Yeah. And it just runs on a... I'm just like, all these years it stared at my face. I never understood the reason why it was called Xbox. I'm like, why did they call it that? DirectX, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I hate myself. <laughs> like, it took me all these years to realize that. Staring at DirectX on my PC all the time. I'm like, huh? I, yeah, I forget. Yeah, Microsoft develops this. I wonder why they don't use DirectX on the Xbox. I'm like, wait a second. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Indeed. All right. I think that's going to do it for today's show. Lots of awesome games to look forward to over the next year into 2023, uh, which is when we'll see a lot. Of, a lot of uh, most of these games were slated for 2023. Half uh, and half, actually. Yeah, it was like it was a graphic. good. It was a good mix. Uh, still no sign of God of War Ragnarok. I'm uh, I'm feeling a little nervous about this. I want I need I need God of War. I I'm gonna be honest with you. I I really don't think Sony. I think Sony might miss the boat. Give little. me what I want. <laughs> I I really think Sony might miss the boat. That's just me. I hope not. I just like. Uh... I know, no, 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 it, it makes no, 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 it hurts. it hurts, and that's what that's why I'm sitting here like, come on, Sony, like I don't want that, I don't want them to miss the boat, Sony. Come on, <laughs> Anyways, uh, my son's already going ahead, putting in the commands into the chat. But as always, you can check out our Discord and keep the conversation going over there. You can also check out our website as well for all our written content, other podcast episodes, and more over at Digital Ear Entertainment.com. Feel free to check out our sponsor over at ImageAnime.com and use our promo code DiscountShip where you can save uh, free ground shipping on all purchases over $100. So if you yourself are an anime fan or you know someone who is into anime, uh, you can definitely save some money on the ground shipping there and check out some cool anime product. Over at our YouTube, we have uh, all our videos, including our teaser for Kokoro No Pro, our upcoming wrestling-themed visual novel. Stick around, though, because we have more gaming content coming to you in just a, f a little bit. RJ is going to be up next. Uh, to my knowledge, he is either playing Nintendo Switch Sports or Fortnite, one of the two. I feel like he's most likely going to play Switch Sports. You still play Fortnite? Yes. Okay. I still play Fortnite. That's because they get you with skins. No, they get me with no build mode, and I can actually just shoot people. Sorry. 
<laughs> My son just caught a shiny Chansey in Pokemon. <laughs> Let's go. Awesome. Appreciate you all coming through, checking us out. Stick around again. More content coming to you, coming to you in just a moment. RJ's grab bag. And uh, it's a new season of Fortnite. So, you know, it's going to okay, be fine. We got that. We'll be back next week with another episode of the podcast, as well as all our regular streams throughout the week. So stick around. We got something for everyone here. But as always, until next time, you've been decoded. Thank you.